Listener Production. Hello and welcome to Willow Talk, a special World Cup edition in reference to all matches that Australia play at the Men's 50 Over World Cup in India. Adam Peacock alongside Brad Haddon. Hads, good to be back with you, mate. How are you? Mate, it's good to be back. You're nice and bronze there, or you've got your teeth whitened, so I'm not sure. Look like a good holiday. Well, I did go to the Gold Coast, so maybe a bit of both. <laughs> got a bit of work done while you're there. How was it? Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was certainly better than Australia's performance. Yeah, it was an interesting one. It was Australia found out a little bit by not having the second spinner in the in the squad. Um, India played three. You know the Chennai surface is going to turn a lot, and, and that's exactly what it did. We were in the game. I thought we we got off to a slow start, but Warner and Smith got things back back together in some um, tough conditions. But it was those middle overs through India where Jadeja came on and, and took three quick wickets and, and ripped the heart out of the Australians batting. So we'll go back to the top for Australia where it, it looked to be going okay. Obviously, Mitch Marsh um, fell really early, but Warner and Smith and Labuschagne were really taking their time. It was quite obvious early on that this pitch wasn't a 400 pitch. It was um, it was tricky. It was slow. It was it was doing things for the spinners. Um, what was the problem with the bat for Australia overall that you could identify, Hads? Yeah, it's just what we we lost chunks of wickets. Um, you're right. You had Warner and Smith were in control. It was going to be one of those wickets where it wasn't going to be a big 350 wicket or 300. It was if you got to 260, 250, you're right in the game. The the surface was taking the taking the top. You seen with the ball with the spin um, that you could see obviously bits of the wicket coming up when Ashwin's in Ashwin's first over. So I thought Australia assessed the conditions pretty well and they were playing accordingly. It was just in those middle overs then we lost those wickets in chunks. Um, then we couldn't get back in front of the game. So India probably controlled the. The game and the tempo of the game from from the moment Maxwell got out, and and we couldn't really get any momentum back into the game. Was that deck a surprise, like for the Australians? Yeah, not at Chennai. That that's how the wickets played for for as long as I've known. You, you've seen in the IPL that the wickets always taken turn. They've been a spin and spin dominated team there, and and Chennai is known to to take turns. So to to me, it wasn't a um, surprise at all. Um, the only surprise was that the ICC d- does control all the wickets um, during the World Cup, but the characteristics of that Chennai wicket has always been the same. It normally takes spin. It's, it's hard work through those those middle overs, and, and you've got to reassess really quick when you're out there. And I thought we did that, actually, Adam. I thought we uh, assessed the conditions really well. But, yeah, it was taking the top of the surface from Ashman's first over, which was... Uh, which was not a surprise, but it, it is a bit different in a World Cup event. Was it concerning that because we couldn't do what we usually do at the top of the order for Australia with Mitch Marsh dabbling at one and, and getting out and, and Warner and Smith having to play a little within themselves that that we end up not even reaching 200? I mean, that, that has been our go, try to be none for 100 after 10. Um, all of a sudden, we've got Marnus and Smith in the same lineup. Um it, is there any lingering concern about that going forward? Oh, I, th- I think the concern was the, the middle order co- collapse. And we, we've seen that a little bit in South Africa. Um, we've seen it a couple of times of of late. And, and I think just you, you need to reassess the conditions. You, you need to reassess and say, okay, this is a 230-250 conditions. Let's just get to the 50 overs. I, I thought Pat and Starkey 
um, they, they tried. They, they tried to just get through to the back end of the game, but our middle order was concerned. Once we lost uh, Smith and Warner, the experience there, and Marnus for for a little bit, um, then everything just happened so fast. We we lost wickets in ch- uh, chunks, which we couldn't get any rhythm back into the game or, or consolidate those middle overs. And and Adesia came in and owned the stumps. That, that's the one thing that Indian spinners did really well. That they owned the stumps. A, a few balls skidded on. A couple took the surface and turned. But they made the Australian batsmen make decisions off the stumps, and and we come up short in those middle overs last night. Was Cam Green at seven the right selection, or would you prefer Stoinis there? Yeah, I, I think. Stoinis would have played. We, we heard leading into the game they had a hamstring complaint and he uh, he was unavailable for selection by, by the sound of it. But, but Cameron Green's played that role for some time now. It's it's not who, who you play. There's a strong squad. It's just playing a bit smarter during those middle overs and understanding what what the game looks like there. It, it was a different game to, to what it, all the other games have been in the World Cup with the surfaces. It's one of those where you just had to find a way to get through. And Manus, Smith, and Warner were doing that. That they were, they were playing a different role. David was a a lot more less attacking at the the start because Indian bowled so well on 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 that surface. So, yeah, we just got to be a bit smarter in those middle overs and, and respect what the opposition are trying to do. Mate, nearly two hundred was looking okay. As India were three for two after two overs, it was it was good stuff from the new rock with with both uh, Hazelwood and Stark. Yeah, that was a real positive actually to, to come out of the game. Um, the the one thing we need to do is take wickets with that new ball, and that's exactly what Hazelwood and Stark did. We know when they're on song, they're as good as anyone in the world. Mitchell Stark just brought up his fiftieth World Cup wicket, so he's a genius in the in this form of the game in a big event. But it was the experience of Kahil Rahul. And Coley, um, we, we know how good Coley is in a run chase, um, and and they just took the emotion out of it, uh, controlled the tempo of the the game, and and just cruised it in the end to a six wicket victory. But we did have some good signs with that new ball at the start, which you're going to need. You're going to need new ball wickets. It was just a little bit probably disappointing. Zampa's night, he, he didn't own the stumps probably as. As much as the Indian um, spinners and didn't get as much out of the surface in in those middle overs, we, we know in the past he's had a great record against Coley, but he, he probably just had a bit of an off night uh, with the ball in those middle overs. Zampa, yeah, those figures for Zampa: none for fifty-three off eight overs. Glenn Maxwell: none for thirty-three off eight overs. No maidens for either of them as well, so couldn't tie down an end even though they could rotate the strike. So. Didn't quite get it going. I mean, I, we'll talk about it more in our extended version uh, that be out tomorrow about um, Australia's decision to to not replace like for like with Ashton Agar. But um, yeah, it kind of looks a bit exposed on a on a deck like this. But um, look, it it could have been a totally different story. Had could have, should have, would have, whatever. But Ferret Coley did get dropped with the score at three for 20. So it, it changes everything if if that's taken when uh, Mitch Marsh and Alex Carey kind of couldn't quite get it sorted out. Yeah, that, that's a disappointing uh, miss. One thing Australia do pride themselves on and, and being up for these big events is is their feeling. The last game in, in India where they, they won the, in the three-match series, that their feeling was outstanding. That that was the difference in the game. Their, their catching was, was world-class. Their presence uh, around creating opportunities was, was top shelf and... And they're probably a little bit off in, in that respect yesterday, and that's un un Australian like that. They normally pride themselves on the the standard they, 
holding the field. And, and in these big events, you, you, you've got to take chances, even half chances, with, with guys like Coley and Cahill Rahul, because if you don't, um, that they'll punish you. And, and that's what happened. Uh, after that, they controlled the game. Uh, they controlled the tempo of everything that was going on. And in the end, after a really good start at, at three for two, it, it was probably half an hour in and, and they were in control of the game and, and controlling the tempo of, of what was going on. Yeah, that is what happened. Um, Carl Rowell, uh, 97, not out. Coley, 85. Um, a partnership of 165. See you later. Thanks very much. That's the end of the section pretty much for Australia. Just from an Indian perspective before uh, a short little spell here has. I mean, what does this do to the in terms of favouritism for the World Cup? Does this make India um, out and out? No, no, we've had some impressive performances so far, New Zealand, South Africa, but this statement from India, how big? I tell you what it does, it, it just relaxes you in, in a home World Cup. I, I know that as, as nervous um, as I was in the first game of our, our World Cup at home in 2015, when, once you got through that with the win, all of a sudden you relaxed in the tournament and started to enjoy the, the home World Cup. But the pr- impressive thing was with me for the balance of the Indian team was, was their squad. Um, they were able to bring Ashwin into, into the squad. They got Hardik Pandya there to, to bowl some medium pace overs. They left Mohamed Shemi out, who's, who's been outstanding of late. But they've got options in a well-balanced squad, and, and they picked the, the team for conditions. Um, so that'll put a lot of um, confidence in their selections going forward that, yes, they can go in with three spinners. They've got the two front-line bowlers and the all-rounders. So that, that'll be a... Uh, a big tick for India, and they'll gain a lot of confidence from from going in with that side, knowing the depth that they have in their squad. We'll stick around on Willow Talk this World Cup edition. Uh, back in a sec with a couple of quotes and some creepy or eerie, not creepy, that sounds creepy, eerie stats. Yeah, we're back with Willow Talk in the World Cup edition. K.L. Rahul, after he joined Verit Kohli at the crease at three for two, they basically got together hats and said, maybe we should play a bit of test cricket for a while. And if there's two blokes that are going to play test cricket for a while, um, those those two are pretty good choices from an Indian perspective. Yeah, well, they just summed up conditions really well. It wasn't one of those um, grounds where you go out and going to blast the result and get it in 25 overs. It was one of those wickets where you're going to have to grind the result. You've got to run hard between the wickets. Jump on um, any rubbish from from the bowling and hit the boundary there, but and that's exactly what they did. Um, they summed up conditions. There was workmanlike um, innings from both Cahill, Rowell, and, and Coley. But the one thing they can do, they can control the tempo of, of a chase. I, I know they took the game a lot deeper than most people um, think, but they, they were in control. They, they were in control of. Um, everything they were doing, and and yeah, hats off because they summed up exactly what needed to be done on that surface. As opposed to the Australians, uh, Pat Cummins basically said, it's just one game out of nine, no need to dwell over that. So, yeah, he's moved on pretty quickly. You'd want to after getting uh, getting belted in the opener, but uh, they're back in a couple of days against South Africa. A reminder, we've got full editions of Willow Talk coming this week um, and we'll discuss in depth what needs to maybe twist for Australia. Some stats, though, Hads, uh, to round us out here. Mitch Stark, fastest to 50 World Cup wickets. Uh, got there in 19 innings, previous best, um, the great Lasit Malinga in 25 innings. And what about these stats that producer Sam has dug up? First time Australia has lost their World Cup opener since 1992, went down to New Zealand then. Remember, that was the time that uh, it didn't go well for Australia and didn't even get out of the pool. 
um, unfortunately, in 92. So hopefully that's not an omen. And um, from an Indian perspective, maybe this is an omen. Last time India's openers both scored zero in a World Cup match was against Zimbabwe in 1983. India went on to win that tournament. So there you go. There's the eerie stats for your heads. Mate, the eerie thing is, is I don't think Sam sleeps. If he's if he's out finding stats like that, he, he we know he's a genius of the job, but he he's not sleeping. So we, we need to check in on Sam today. Yeah, he's a cricketing vi- uh, vampire. He's just going around um, biting cricket balls and all these stats kind of fall out of them and he uses them on the show for us. So we're grateful for it. We're grateful for it. Hads, um, mate, we'll see you later in the week to discuss this in depth a bit more and, and um, a few other things as well, such as the Australian women's success over the West Indies and Jake Fraser-McGurk. I don't know if you saw it at Karen Rolton Road, but seriously, it was an innings to behold. We'll discuss all of that in the big edition of Willow Talk coming your way in the next day or so. Uh, so we'll catch you then, mate. Mate, great to be back. Yeah, we'll be back with uh, Willow Talk World Cup editions after every Australian game during this 50-over showpiece for the men in India. But as mentioned, the full editions are still on the way on Willow Talk. <laughs>